Be seated. Jesus was not in the tomb that Sunday morning. The, the, the Sunday after the Friday, which he was crucified, not there. The tomb was empty. We have eyewitness accounts of that fact, recorded for us by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, a lot of times I think we look at the Gospels as just kind of these religious books, but historically speaking, these are what we would call primary sources. These are people who researched, who were eyewitnesses, who were recording the events that they experienced and the experiences of others, particularly in the case of Luke. Luke says he did the research. And so these are historical documents that testify to the fact that Jesus got out of the tomb. Now, it is one thing for me in 2020 to say that, that Jesus rose from the dead. Check this out. Jesus rose from the dead. Prove me wrong. You, you, you can't. It's something completely different for Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John to write this account. Because there were people alive who were there. And, and they're not the only ones who testify to this. Consider St. Paul's message in, in 1 Corinthians 15 that, that Chris read for us earlier. Paul wrote 1 Corinthians 15 about 20 years after Jesus' resurrection. And this is what he says. I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, that's, that's Peter, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive. Why does he say that some of these witnesses, many of these witnesses of Jesus' resurrection are still alive? Because they could prove him wrong. But they wouldn't because they saw Jesus alive from the dead He's saying, this is a historical fact. Go check it out. Jesus died on the cross, and he is alive. He's alive. He has risen from the dead. There was actually a time that Paul testified before King Agrippa and Queen Bernice in the palace of a Roman governor by the name of Festus. And you can read all about this in Acts 26. So Paul is standing there before these officials and he proclaims that, that Jesus rose from the dead, which then gave Jesus, which then proved that Jesus had authority and power to proclaim light and salvation for all people. That this is, this is kind of the, the stamp of approval to say, this is the one that we should be putting our hope in, putting our trust in. And when he started talking about the resurrection from the dead, Festus cries out. He says, Paul, you're out of your mind. And to be fair, in Festus' experience and in ours, uh, dead people don't usually rise again. But listen to what Paul says. 
All of this again, it's in Acts 26. So, So please look this up yourself. Paul says, I am not out of my mind, but I am speaking true and rational words. He says that the resurrection is true. And therefore, therefore his words are rational. They make sense to proclaim that Jesus is the one with the authority to save us, to give us forgiveness, to give us everlasting life. He says, for the king, King Agrippa, the king knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly. For I'm persuaded that none of this has escaped his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. In other words, Jesus' resurrection was well known at the time. This was not done in secret. This all played out publicly. And people were well aware that Jesus had gotten out of the tomb. And this is absolutely unique in all of history and in every religion. Jesus was raised from the dead. The angel rolled away the stone. He got out of the tomb alive. He was seen. He interacted with people, witnesses. And he lives still. So he is the one with the power and the authority to rescue you and me from sin and death. He is the one who can definitively say, this is God's will. And we learn from Jesus that God's will is to reconcile us to himself, to love us, to save us, to give us life. And God's will is for that reconciliation, love, salvation, and life to flow not just to us, but through us to our neighbors. In fact, he wants the whole world to know that Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ is coming again. And that makes all the difference. The fact that Jesus got out of the tomb makes all the difference because it means that, that your sins are truly forgiven. It means that death cannot ultimately harm you. It means that you will rise from the dead just as Jesus did. The fact that Jesus got out of the tomb means that you have hope. You have seen and believe how much God loves you because you have believed in Jesus, God's son, who came to die for you. He came to die for your sins. And then God raised him from the dead to show you the way to everlasting life through faith. In Jesus. The fact that Jesus got out of the tomb means that you, you do not need to fear. Now, that, that might be easier said than done these days. The, the other day, I, I wrote a poem uh, that begins, shh, 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 the breath of death 
is in the air. That deathly air, it's all around us now. Kind of literally, right? I mean, we've been told that we should wear masks when we uh, are in like stores and, and, and things like that. And it's, it's to filter out the, the air that's around us. This deathly air, is, it's, it's pressing in on us. We, we cringe at every cough. We wonder at every wheeze. Could this be the virus? And that fear begins to take hold of our hearts. And we begin to pull back. To shrink. And if we're not careful, our love turns inward. And our first care becomes ourselves. Remember, remember back to when we, we first began dealing with the, the, the whole coronavirus business. Why were you washing your hands? By the way, you should continue washing your hands. Probably the most important thing that you can do to keep yourself safe, wash your hands, okay? But why were you washing your hands? Why were you keeping six feet apart? Why were you being so cautious? It wasn't for you, per se. From the beginning, we we talked about doing those things for your neighbor, for the elderly, for the vulnerable, for those who are in the most danger from this disease. Your caution was actually rooted in love. Love for one another, love for your neighbor, not in fear. So, yeah, I will wear a mask out of love. Not to share my germs with, uh, uh, in case I'm, I'm carrying COVID-19, because none of us knows, right? So, I w- yeah, I'll wear a mask, because I don't know. But I will also wear a mask out of love for my family. And for you, trying to be safe, because you depend on me. And I think you should take precautions, too. Not but not out of fear. And you don't need to fear because Jesus got out of the tomb. There is no power that that can separate you from Jesus' love, not even death itself. So if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. And if you die... You live, and you will rise from the dead in your own resurrection on the last day because Jesus is the first fruit from the grave. He made the way, and we, we will follow him through death to an eternal life, an eternal life that we've already begun living in Christ The fact that Jesus got out of the tomb means that we are going to be okay. That we can endure, persevere, and face all kinds of tribulations in this world. Take heart. Jesus has overcome the world. 
I was in a text conversation uh, with, with someone the other day, and he wrote this. He says, this too shall pass, or it won't. Either way, God's got it figured out. This too shall pass, or it won't. Either way, God's got it figured out. When Jesus was crucified on Friday, I bet his followers felt the breath of death in the air. I'm certain that there was fear and dread and that their love was was turning inward in self-preservation. Nothing about that moment looked like, hey, God's got this figured out. And maybe that's the way things look to you this Easter morning. God's got it figured out? Are you kidding me? But between Friday and Sunday evening, catch that, between Friday and Sunday evening, they had to get through Sunday morning to get to Sunday evening. But by the time they got to Sunday evening, they knew something different. They knew that Jesus got out of the tomb, that death could not hold him, and it will not hold us. Jesus is at work. Even if we don't see it or understand what he's doing, the kingdom of God is here. Forgiveness is here. Salvation is here. Life and resurrection are here in Jesus. And because he got out of the tomb, he is with you always even now in your home, even in the the struggles, in the aftermath of this illness, and who knows what this is going to do with the economy and everything else. Jesus is with us, even while we live, even while we die, even to the end of the age. Amen. Amen.